With so many shiny objects out there to chase, it's hard to know what's right for us. In the Fitness Hacks podcast, I break down training techniques, nutrition, and the mindset you need to be successful and get the results you deserve. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today I want to talk about the best training schedule ever. Guess what? There is none. You love that answer, right? But the thing is, I get asked a lot, like, what's the best training schedule for me? What's the best training schedule for fat loss, for gaining muscle, for just about anything? Uh, the funny one is when it's for me, and I'm like, well, what are your goals? What's your schedule? But the, the thing is, is it does come back to, like, what is a realistic schedule for you? It doesn't really matter what the, the best thing is if you can't do it and you can't replicate it consistently because you're not gonna get results from it. And I think sometimes having this idea that there is the best, which a lot of times we default with workouts to six days a week, one hour per session, and when we have that ideal in our head and we can't hit it, not only do we end up not getting the results that we deserve from it because you know if we're designing for six days a week and we only get three, we're probably not getting the full benefit of what you would get if you did all six. But we also start to not feel successful because we're not actually hitting the goals we set out to hit. And so because we feel not so successful with the habits, we end up getting discouraged and then we're not seeing the results, which further discourages us. And then we end up doing nothing versus if we actually design for the time that was realistic for us, we could not only feel successful with replicating the habits, but we would see the momentum building. We would see the results building and we could then even add on more as we go. A lot of times, you know, with clients, they say, well, I could do three to four days a week and I'll be like, well, we're going to do three with a day actually marked as optional. And this is going to be even some extra mobility work, prehab work, something that is that, you know, you you technically probably actually don't even want to do but if you do it'll help you a lot but it'll also give you that extra day and i know it'll further your your results a lot more but we're also making sure that those three days are standalone okay so when we're talking about the best training schedule it always relates back to what is a realistic schedule for you how many days a week can you do and how long can you train for during those times Everything you design obviously then has to be focused on your needs and goals as well, but you can design for basically any goal within those restrictions how, by how you, you know, implement a different training design, whether or not it's more circuit training or more single heavy lifts or even like how you use the rest, right? So you can focus on the different goals within that training schedule, but it has to be realistic for you because you have to be able to get consistent. Because the thing is, is when we design for six days and we only get three days, if you've designed an upper lower split, so like hemisphere where you're doing upper body one day, lower body the next day, and you get three days in, what if you got like two upper body because of how the workouts fell? Or maybe you did a rearrange stuff, but you got an upper and lower. But if the upper is one more chest focused and the other one's more like butt focused, but you have like a quad and a, you know, a back, it's like you're not getting everything evenly. So you're not really fully seeing the results or getting the volume for areas that you want over the week or the training frequency for areas. So instead, if you design for the three days a week you actually had, even if it's 30 minutes, you can make sure maybe you're doing more full body or you're doing an anterior posterior core split so that you're targeting all the different areas in a frequency that will actually get you results. So when you were talking about the best, it always comes back to what is realistic for me to get consistent? How can I design within the actual training parameters that fit my schedule? And as I said, it also comes down to mindset. The more you do, the more you do. So if we can get consistent with the schedule, we're ultimately going to see the best results from it. So if you have, let's just say even 30 minutes, design for that time. So you, you set your schedule, you're like, okay, realistically, I know I can do three days a week, I can do 30 minutes. A lot of times we'll be like, well, is that enough time in the gym? I get asked that, you know, is that enough time to see results? And yes, if you use it wisely, because what we have to remember is that we're not doing a 
hit workout or we shouldn't be doing a hit workout for a full hour, right? It's not like we should be doing 20, 10 intervals for that full hour. When we have that hour to train, a lot of times it's maybe because we're adding in some more mobility work or we're doing a training design that has more rest involved and therefore we need to spend longer in the gym. So when my workouts go towards that hour, it's not because I'm just doing like double the stuff that I was doing in the 30 minutes, it's that I'm using a training design that makes me actually need that time. Because we have to remember after a certain point, our intensity dips. You're gonna be doing a lot of wasted volume if you're trying to do a 24 minute high intensity workout and spread it out over the hour unless you're adding in a lot of rest in different places. So you want to remember that the longer your workout is, the less intensity there is the entire time and the more rest you're probably going to have in there or the different ways you're going to design it. So if you have 30 minutes, you can design really efficiently for that. You just want to think about how can I eliminate any wasted time? So while rest is not wasted, we need to rest to recover, to be able to lift as heavy the next round, to even bring our heart rate down, uh, to make sure that we're able to push. You can use rest in different ways, whether or not if in a cardio workout, maybe it's using like a core move in there to bring your heart rate down so you can still go intense with the burpees that you have after. It's working different areas with your lifting. So maybe you do more of an upper lower combination in a circuit so that your legs can rest as your upper body is working, right? So you're trying to make use of every moment in a way that still allows you to get ample rest, really target what you're trying to accomplish in terms of your goals. So that's the other thing, like I focused a lot on the schedule because I think that actually comes first because no matter your goals, you can design for them based on a realistic schedule for you. But then what comes down to being the best is also what are your goals? Are you trying to focus more on fat loss, on gaining muscle? Are you trying to just stay in shape? And even once you figure that out, guys, like there's no right or wrong. I can tell you I've gone from density to supersets to circuit training to single heavy lifts, and you can make it all work. And sometimes you even want to cycle between those because it allows your body to be challenged in a new way. It allows your body to even rest or get a break from if you're doing a higher volume, you know, progression to a lower volume progression because progression or volume alone can be really wearing on everything. So, you know, your joints, connective tissues can use the break, right? So you're going to even use a couple of different of those across the, the time that you have, or even if you get a little bit more time in your schedule, but really consider what are my goals? Am I designing it? towards those. Because I think a lot of times too, when we're considering the best training split, we also go back to not only more is better, right? The six days a week, the one hour, but harder is better. If I'm not feeling slaughtered, if I'm not feeling sore, then I'm not gonna see the results I want from the workouts. And focusing on those things, they have absolutely nothing to do with whether or not we're actually getting results. Just being sore just could mean that you're doing new, that you're not actually giving yourself enough time to repair and rebuild, that, you know, like your fueling is off, like all these other things are off that actually are making you sore. And so seeking to be sore, you could be pushing yourself further away from your goals. Doing more, you could actually be doing a ton of wasted volume. Like I'll see people take a workout that should be 20 minutes and be like, well, I added on a whole other round to this. So I'm like, so you took a workout that was supposed to be 20 minutes and super intense and made it 40 minutes. So in that last 20 minutes, there's no way you're pushing at 100% intensity. So not only if you're actually trying to train speed, could you be training slowness, but you're doing a whole bunch of wasted volume that's not necessarily allowing you to push and fatiguing yourself for a later workout where you could go at more of 100%. So you wanna remember that more is not better and that doing wasted volume could actually be holding you back from seeing the progression you really want. So designing for the time you have to make it efficient, goal focused, not over just being harder is super key. So just a few more things that I wanted to go over in terms of like questions to ask yourself when you're deciding what uh, is the best training schedule for you. One, what is realistic if something comes up during the week? What's the minimum you can do? Because we also do wanna have that design as well. Like if you're going into a week and maybe we have our 60 day a week, one hour progression laid out, but all of a sudden stuff comes up at work, like what's a way we can sort of adapt that to three days a week? Like I have those in the, my back pocket a lot of times just so that I can still stay consistent over the, that week. 
And then not only how many session, sessions each week, but how much time do you realistically have each session to train? Like what can you actually commit to that you know you're gonna get consistent with? And if you're just starting back guys and it seems really overwhelming, start with less. Make yourself even crave more because that way mentally you're gonna get into the game, you're gonna continue moving forward, you're gonna feel successful. And so you can add on days, you can add on time. It's a lot harder sometimes to step back. So design with something very realistic, knowing that you can always have that optional day even. So if you know realistically that you can get in three days a week, maybe make that fourth day on there that you would benefit you, but that you won't be missing out on anything and you can still create that really like perfect volume to reach your goals anyway. And then number three, the less time you have, the more you want to consider workout designs that are efficient and make use of rest intervals. So like this doesn't mean skipping rest, but it means cycling areas that are worked. Uh, so like think about the workout designs you're implementing, get creative even here, and don't think about just making it harder, but you want to take the training frequency over the week. So how many days with the time you have, and then consider the workout designs. And then going back to it, like, what are your goals? Like, not only can your goals like impact the designs and layouts you use, but if you're just starting back, you might even want to consider, even if you do have six days a week, one hour, that you're going to be a little deconditioned, that you're going to need a little longer to recover from it. So you might even want to design for three days a week there. So sometimes you even want to back off just because of your goal of rebuilding, just because you're starting out, just so that you get a little extra recovery. So then you might even change your schedule if you have more time to actually fit what your needs and goals are. So don't be afraid to even adjust based on, you know, like what are my goals? Like, yes, I maybe have six days a week, but do I actually need that to accomplish them? Or should I try this very efficient workout design? Because I think, you know, the density training, which, you know, like when I do density training with a client, even if they have six days a week, I might only do four days because of the volume they're creating over those four days. So do think about like even potentially sometimes doing less than what you actually have available because of your goals, but make sure you're focused on your goals. So just to sort of sum that up, like don't get stuck on what's best, okay? Think about a realistic training schedule for you, a realistic time frame, not only days per week, but how long you have each session, and then design for the time you have while staying focused on your needs and goals and not just trying to go to do something harder, okay? If you guys enjoy the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and comment below if you have any questions.